Auction, your custom jeweler. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, in the Madison area, we've already picked up a little bit of shower activity. Hopefully, the rest of you are waking up dry. It's five minutes after five o'clock on a Wednesday morning. Today is the fifth day of June. Come on in. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yonke. Glad to keep you connected with where your food comes from. Well, today, we're going to warm up <laughs> quite a little bit. I wonder if the humidity is going to be back around today. 82 is our expected high. These rain showers that I was just talking about probably will move out before uh, drive time this morning. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, looks dry, 77. Friday, sunny and 79. Saturday, looks like we'll stay dry for the morning, which is important for all the dairy breakfast and activities we've got going on. Maybe by Saturday night into Sunday, they're expecting a possible shower or thunderstorm. Daytime highs on Saturday, 79 degrees. All right, coming up after 5.30, we are going to talk a little bit more on some of the June dairy activities going on around our area. Saturday, I will be emceeing the Dane County Breakfast on the Farm. It's at Klondike Farms this year. Erica and Kevin Klein are happy to host you. We're going to be visiting with them a little bit. Now, this is a grain operation hosting the Dane County crew this year, and they want to explain exactly why that element is particularly important to Wisconsin agriculture. We're visiting with them after 5.30. And tomorrow is the beginning of Burger Week here in the Madison area. More than 35 restaurants in Dane County participating, putting on their best burger for you to sample, and the Wisconsin Beef Council is involved with it. Our checkoff chat focuses in on that before 6. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. As a company founded by farmers, Rural Mutual Insurance has long understood the unique needs of the Wisconsin ag industry. As Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, they're a proud sponsor of Farm Tech Days. Visit the Rural Mutual Safety Zone tent at Farm Tech Days in Johnson Creek, July 23rd through 25th. Meet local agents and enter for your chance to win state fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. June, of course, is dairy month, but it's also a month when pork producers normally get together. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and of course, when pork producers get together, there's no better place than Des Moines, Iowa to do that. But Pam, not happening this year. Boy, that's right, Bob. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Yeah, the pork producers put the brakes on for World Pork Expo this year. It is all about African swine fever. Now, remember, the United States has not yet witnessed African swine fever. We certainly hope we don't. But it is decimating pork populations, hog numbers around the world, particularly China and Southeast Asia. Josh Scramlin had a chance to have the conversation about what Wisconsin pork producers are doing to uh, mitigate African swine fever, how their market is changing. He spoke with Kerry Retallick, the executive director of the Wisconsin Pork Association. Josh, 
The World Pork Expo was supposed to be happening at the Iowa State Fairgrounds this week in Des Moines, but back in April, the National Pork Producers Council canceled the 2019 World Pork Expo as a precaution against the growing threat that African swine fever is posing. ASF has yet to make it to the United States, but overseas it is ripping apart the world's hog population. China has been struggling to control the epidemic, and it will take years for them to contain the deadly virus. Various news sources, including ABC News, have estimated that up to 200 million pigs could die or be called this year in China, and that is going to cause a huge shortage of pork and have an economic impact on the meat and feed industry globally. Furthermore, outbreaks of the disease have already been reported in almost every region of mainland China, and just this past week, the first outbreak was reported in North Korea. To get an update on the situation, I put in a call to Carrie Ritalik, the executive vice president of the Wisconsin Pork Association, and I asked her that as the dates of what would be the World Pork Expo near, what is the current conversation regarding ASF? There's no vaccine at this time or treatment that currently exists. So one of the reasons that they decided to cancel World Pork Expo is because we're trying to eliminate as many risks as possible about bringing ASF into the country. And so we have worked diligently as a pork industry on on the national level, as well as working with USDA and uh, the American Association of Swine Veterinarians, as well as the Center for Food Security and Public Health, to ensure that we continue to put roadblocks in there to keep ASF out. And so one of the things that we just really want people to know is that biosecurity is so important as we continue to, with these efforts. So if anyone is traveling internationally, and that's one of the main reasons why World Pork Expo was canceled, is because they do have a lot of international visitors, it's because it can be transmitted um, in pork products. Um, it can also you know, be transmitted um, on, on, on clothing, um, improper disposal of, like, infected carcasses, um, and just basically if they're feeding infected pork products from international flights or ships, that could be a risk to the United States and so and North America in general. So we're just trying to keep it out. And like you said, there's no vaccine at the moment. Um, I read recently that China is currently running some clinical trials on potential vaccinations. Uh, do you feel confident about the progress of a vaccine, or does it still seem like it's a long ways away from anything happening? You know, I can't really speculate on how the, the length of the term is going to be. There are efforts out there, research being conducted at this time for a vaccine, but we don't have any diehard information in regard to when we can expect something. And I've I don't feel that's going to be, you know, in the very near future, but we hope that we have something um, to be able to utilize uh, and have a vaccine at some point um, as we continue to work uh, with the industry. And this is something I'm genuinely curious about, frankly, because I don't know. I've read all these vaccination efforts that are going on over in China. Do you know of any vaccination efforts that are going on, um, I mean, I guess you could say the U.S. or the Midwest or Wisconsin um, do you know of any of that? I'm not aware of anything that USDA, APHIS Vet Services, or um, any other areas in the United States that they have any any type of trials. I, I don't believe there is, um, but I I would say that again, since there's not a vaccine that's currently there, um, we want to keep ASF out of the United States, and so um, I don't believe that that's that 
kind of thing is going on at this point in time. And what can producers in Wisconsin do as far as biosecurity efforts? Well, one of the things is they want to continue to promote their biosecurity on their farms. So, again, making sure that um, if we're going from um, going from the farm to town, that we change our clothes, that we change our uh, footwear. Um, if we're going back into the barns, we are only utilizing the footwear that we have for the barns itself, that we're taking, you know, shower in, shower out is always really good. Um, making sure that we're washing vehicles in between times as much as possible. Um, this is a, a, a disease that um, does not affect humans, which is great, and the pork product is still okay to consume, but it is very detrimental to to the pigs themselves. I mean, they, they, the, the death rate is very high um, if they contact it, and if we had anybody that was having issues in their barns with their pigs having diarrhea, high fever, or skin discoloration, uh, a combination of those three, they should contact their um, veterinarian as soon as possible because we want to make sure to look into that and, make, and, and decide whether or not what is going on in the barn at that time. And as far as consumers go, what do Wisconsin consumers need to know about ASF? I guess the biggest thing is that... Um, you know, it is not the the meat product itself is still good to eat. Um, it affects the the animals um, themselves, but it does not. It's not anything that doesn't. There's no transmission from pigs to humans, and the pork product itself is okay to eat. And what impact has ASF had on the American markets? Well. Again, I can't really speculate on the market fluctuations there, um, but I guess what we're really looking at here is um, while the U.S. you know is the world's most advanced pork production, um, we want to make sure that we, you know we continue to have biosecurity and keep those efforts up. We do know that in China um, they are the uh, world's largest. A pro, um, producer of pigs, and we're not sure, but the estimate is that they probably lost about 50% of their sow herd at this point in time. Along with that, um, China imports about 70% of the world's um, soybeans, so if they decline quite a bit um, in their production, that also means that they probably aren't going to need as many soybeans. So I think that's a concern for us as well. Um, when they they're comparing it kind of to that for China in 2019, it would be compared to what um, the, our U.S. producers went through in 1998 when the hogs uh, dropped to about eight cents a pound. Um, what we expect um, is that um, there is you know the opportunity for us to probably uh, sell um, export product to China. Um, we're hoping that will be something that we will be able to do um, in the near future. Uh, but again, we're we're also dealing with some trade issues there. So we hope to be able to have some of um, be able to export some product to them because China does does eat a lot of pork. And you know we're hoping that with the effects of the lifting of the steel and the aluminum tariffs. Um, our 
our exports to Mexico will continue to advance and um, hopefully we'll be able to see an increase of market dollars to our producers uh, with them purchasing our pork, pork products in the future. Okay, and then my final question with this is, ASF aside, what is your outlook on the future of the pork industry in Wisconsin? Well, I think the pork industry in Wisconsin is bright. It's not without its challenges, but we do have um, opportunities in this state as well. Um, we do have a um, high health area in the state of Wisconsin, so we are we do have the opportunity to be able to produce pigs that are desirable for feeding out um, in other states. We have a very good um, base in the state of Wisconsin, and I think we have some ability to grow. So along with that, our, our farmers um, throughout the, the state um, have several challenges, but um, they are working to be as optimistic as they possibly can to continue to provide a healthy, safe product um, for our consumers out there. And, and and they will they'll continue to be able to do that. Thank you again so much to Carrie Ritalik, the Executive Vice President of the Wisconsin Pork Association, for her time. It's unfortunate what is happening overseas, but we can only hope that African swine fever never makes its way to American soil. Reporting from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. We've always had villains to face. Bad guys to take down. But you. You are the most horrible of all. Just because you're tough, it doesn't mean we can't beat you. We're here because we've had enough of you. We all have the power to do something. To change something. To stand up to cancer. Every single one of us is mortal. Even me. Even me. One person is not a team. But when we join together... You don't stand a chance. But inside, we are all heroes. We are resilient. We are powerful. And we will win. Marvel Studios' Avengers Endgame, MasterCard, and Stand Up to Cancer are joining together today to help take down one of the biggest villains of all. Cancer. Join us now at standuptocancer.org slash MasterCard. Hi, this is Dave Gary for the Princeton Clubs. No matter what your health and fitness goal, we've got a plan to help you get there. Just listen to a few of these experiences. I have a history of a binge eating disorder. Along with that, depression and anxiety and being overweight and high cholesterol. I've lost 100 pounds. I'm off of blood pressure medication. My cholesterol levels are normal. But even more than that, my mental health is better. I don't struggle with depression anymore. I'm a better mom. I'm a better nurse to my patients. I'm a better wife. My family and I joined the Princeton Club sometime in 2016. I come to the Princeton Club for a better quality of life for myself and my family. That's incredible. At the Princeton Clubs, with all our amenities and so many ways to get you in better shape, I'd like to invite you to come in, let us know what your goals are, and let's make it happen together. There's never been a better time to be a member of the Princeton Clubs. Voted Madison's Best Health Club year after year. Visit PrincetonClub.net for a free trial membership.
From her mouth to the field's ears, it's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. All righty, 520 now as we get rolling on a Wednesday morning. I guess it kind of depends where you were this morning, but uh, rain has been a part of our Wednesday already. Thank you to Kirby up in La Crescent, Minnesota. I think he said about a half an inch of rain. Uh, the Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype, and I just uh, got a text message from uh, Stan up by Bancroft. He said it really rained last night. Did everybody get it or just a few spots? It was here and there. I mean, it's been a trace amount around me over here near Fond du Lac. I've got an official at La Crosse, 32 hundredths at the airport, and Madison at the airport, 56 hundredths yesterday. Hmm. All right. So what do we have to prepare for today? Is it history now, or is it going to be around all day? It, no, it's still going to linger a little eastern Wisconsin, southern Wisconsin. I mean, there's a little rain west bend and south down toward Ozaukee County, Milwaukee, and Racine, Kenosha. A little activity uh, probably still around Monroe and east in the southern edge of the state. But that's all going to pull a bit further east and southeast and away. has to do with a cool front dropping through out of the northwest. And with that front passing, I expect any of that rain to become a memory. Uh, southern and eastern Wisconsin, a bit of a rain chance yet for a couple hours this morning. And then we'll start to dry it out. Temperatures don't fall all that much, staying warmer and quite summery, in fact, as we make our way right on toward the end of the week and dry. It's not then until, oh, maybe late Saturday night or into Sunday that a slight chance of rain returns. Looks to me like a few more days now where we can make some progress once we get this most recent rain kind of dried up a bit. I'll check forecast details right after this. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. As proud partners of the dairy industry, we're here for you and join you in celebrating National Dairy Month in June. Learn more at Compere.com. Trademarks of Compere Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. 523 now, Stu, go ahead, tell us what else we've got to deal with today. All right, well, that little chance of a shower, a very isolated thunderstorm in southeast and far southern Wisconsin last a couple of hours. Otherwise, sky is starting to clear today, becoming partly sunny. Not bad. At around 80, some low 80s at La Crosse and Mauston, and winds will become more northwest at about 5. Overnight, partly cloudy, even a few more clouds further north. A weak little disturbance tries to drop in. We'll probably fall just into the very upper 50s and low 60s. The north winds at 5, and then there's some sunshine. Partly sunny on Thursday, upper 70s and low 80s. East winds about 5, sunny skies Friday. Low to mid 80s, could be 84 or 85 at La Crosse for our warm spot. That's with sunshine on Friday, Pam. Southeast winds 5 to 10, upper 70s and 80s Saturday and sunshine. But by Sunday, a little scattered shower activity could edge in again. All right, boy, lacrosse still dealing with a lot of that uh, flooding situation. It's not and, n- no more needed. No, yeah, no more is needed. And hopefully a few days of dry here gives them a break. All right, man. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. See ya. 
Stumach Ag Meteorologist with those weather details. Yeah, and lacrosse this morning, like we said, you already picked up probably about a half an inch overnight. Thank you to Kirby again. Right now it's clear in 63 in lacrosse. Mauston, you're starting off with clear skies. You're at 63. Fond Lac, you've got a few clouds to contend with this morning. You're at 64 degrees. Oshkosh is cloudy in 63. Madison right now looks clear and 64 degrees outside. Well, the weather is what we hope is going to cooperate this weekend. All kinds of dairy activities happening out on the farm. We're introducing you to the host of the Dane County Breakfast on the Farm. That's up after 5.30. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. No doubt about it. The best seat in the house is the one in your bathroom. The toilet is one of those things you never expect to act up or break down. But when it does... Benjamin Plumbing will have one of their capable service techs check things out. It could be something as simple as a float valve. Or it could be you're due for a brand new, comfy toilet. And not to worry, the majority of Benjamin Plumbing's residential repairs are more affordable than you might think. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Temperamental Toilet? Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. Cold steel, rough concrete, tough plastic, synthetics. Today's world is enough to make us lose our real sense of touch and feel hundreds of miles away from nature. Luckily, that's not the case. There are places all around where you can get in touch with nature, at the National Wildlife Refuges. Here you can experience the warm, inviting touch of nature at every turn. Feel the smooth, gentle bark of a white birch tree on your fingertips. Walk barefoot on the smooth, water-worn river stones. Feel the soft moss lining a towering wall of limestone. When you feel these things, you're feeling the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov slash refuges. That's fws.gov slash refuges. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years and 80 Minutes. 
Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. We want to recognize our hardworking Wisconsin farm families with another selfie campaign. Take a life on the farm selfie and upload it to fabulousfarmbabe.net. You could pick up a family four-pack of tickets for the Madison Mallards game Wednesday, June 12th, first pitch at 105. Thanks to the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation for partnering up with us. All tickets include the Pepsi pregame party with free food and beverages. Take a break from chores and let us see life on the farm with your selfie. Upload it today, fabulousfarmbabe.net. You come home from a hard day work, your arms and your back hurt, and you're rather stressed and anxious. You may choose to vaporize a bit of CBD, which will enter your body in a few seconds. After that, you may choose to put a tincture under your tongue that will last for many hours, thereby combining the two to create a better effect. Green RX for CBD knowledge, information, and products. Leon Road and GreenRXMadison.com, your complete CBD resource. I guess you were right to be worried. Uh, or concerned if you wanted him still on this roster. Uh, right now on our Twitter poll, uh, confusion yeah. as to your opinion of Kesson Hira. This being is why sent I'm confused. To lead the way. This is why I'm confused over it. Kesson Hira, you know, batting 281, five bombs, nine RBIs, looking real good. Saturday, he's the one that tied it up for the the Brewers. They ended up winning it in extras. Uh, I know his defense at times was a little questionable, but you didn't call him up for his defense. You called him up for his bat, and then. Shaw coming back. When Shaw got sent down, he was struggling. And then Shaw in the minors, struggling. Never corrected his swing. Batting, what was he batting, Nelson? Like 187 or something like that? Revisited that last night once I heard it, and he got his batting average up to 235. Heck yeah. So that was because, what, on May 31st, he went 3-for-3 in his rehab stint with a home run. But before that, he was turds. And Stearns said, quote, we believe that Travis has earned the right to play at the major league level right now. He's gone and done his rehab assignment, and we believe that it's time for him to come back. How could you possibly believe that he could play at the major league level when Keston Hira is head and shoulders better than him at the major yeah. league level while he is at the AAA level? And, That's the part that confuses me. while Travis Shaw was at the AAA level and Keston Hira was at the AAA level, their stats aren't even anywhere near each other. Yeah, Hira dominated it. So when you hear that statement from Stearns, because it makes no, does that make you more confused or more upset? Because to me, I use the analogy of like participation. Like you know, it's it's senior day, and even though dude can't play, it's his. You know, he's been a good soldier, so we're gonna let him start on senior day. Or you know, we're we're up thirty points against Dog Creek University in the second half, so we're gonna clear the bench. This feels like a when he makes that statement, it feels like a bench clearing. Like, yeah, Travis Shaw can't really play anymore. Kesson here is better, but you know he's been here, and 
you know, he he's earned the right. So we're we're gonna we're gonna sacrifice maybe a better spot in the rotation because you know, dude's been a good soldier yeah. for our team. It's like you guys wanting to bring back Jordy Nelson on a one year man. No, um, I just don't get it. Travis Shaw hasn't really done much to prove that. And if you want to get really deep into it, then why don't you look at Jesus Aguilar, who's literally done nothing? I think Jesus Aguilar was a flash in the pan, looking like a flash in the pan last year to be an all star. I know it took a while for him to get one. Hell, I was so excited about him being an all-star. I, I photoshopped the picture of Jesus Aguilar's face on Jesus. I posted it, hey, on, yelled, I posted it on my Facebook and Twitter. said he has risen to all-star level, and I'm getting this guy named Carl starting to threaten to kill me. Him hmm. and the creator were going to come kill me. Yeah, that, that's evident. That's documented. No one even – it was all there. Everyone laughed at me. Everyone else, they well, you're get still it. here, aren't Everyone you? Everyone else, they locked the building down for him. Some oh. guy threatens to kill me. Everyone laughs. I didn't that's laugh. right. You can't hurt you steal. I, I, I was didn't concerned. laugh. I, Nelson did – Nelson did say the morning after that he thought some guy was going to bust in here and go pull salons with a gun. Thankfully, Nelson, you can't hurt steel. Well, but I was more thankful that Joe said he would die for us. Yeah, push comes yeah. to shove. Push comes to shove, though. He's out of here. I, no way. I would have taken on if religious Carl, Carl. If Carl and the creator came in here bringing the ultimate pain upon us, you would be out of here in a second. You'd throw me hey, in the wolves. Carl, if you're still listening and you're mad at Ebo for photoshopping Jesus Aguilar's face on Jesus Christ's body. You come after me. Hey, Carl, I'd do it again, too. Bruh. <laughs> but here's the difference. Come to, at me. Okay. I'm packing. Here's the difference to Carl or anybody else that doesn't like it. Travis Shaw had options, i.e. they had the ability to send him to the minor leagues, whereas Jesus Aguilar does not. So that means to make room, you got one of two choices. If it's Jesus Aguilar, you want to replace on the roster instead of Shaw so you could keep Hira up. You can do the wink-wink disabled list, which they've done with several players, or you can cut him. But if you cut him, anyone else can grab him. Now, maybe nobody else would grab him and he'd clear waivers. You can have him back. But if you cut him, he's you're getting rid of a guy who, yes, is terrible this year, but was an all-star a year ago. And did, clearly did David Stearns is not ready to cut and give up on Jesus Aguilar. I mean, we can merit or debate the merits of that, but Stearns is basically saying by this move, He's not ready to get rid of Jesus Aguilar. So, but also by what he said, Aguilar is. Do you honestly think he's going to be an All Star again? Do you think he can? Well, be? Of course not. Well, no, he's not going to be. Well, an all-star. Then, I mean, what are we talking? But he about? could be a nice player. What you're basically? What has he done? So it's June. What has he done? Well, that's what I'm getting at. If you wanted to keep it this flexible, honestly, Aguilar has probably played a little bit better than Shaw has so far this collective season. But if you wanted to stay super flexible. Keep your best bat in the major leagues. You use the option. You send Travis Shaw down. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. 535 now on a Wednesday morning. Look at this. On this date, back in 1861, the UW Agronomy School was born. Ranson Moore, who was a Kiwani native, uh, suffered an accident that kept him from farming, so he turned into a teacher. He became the director of the Farm and Industry Short Course, and he experimented with different grains, corn, barley. All his work eventually led to the beginning of the UW Agronomy School, named in his honor at least one of the buildings. Started back in 1861, and now you know. I'm Pam Yonke. Now... From the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. Well, we're getting closer to the weekend, and we want to remind you again, it is National Dairy Month. The 
course, this weekend, plenty of dairy activities happening around the state. I myself will be emceeing the Dane County Breakfast on the Farm. That's this Saturday, starting at 6.30 a.m. with shuttle buses from the Madison International Speedway out to Klondike Farms. Kevin and Erica Klain are the owners and operators of this grain operation. That's right, I said grain operation hosting the Dane County Breakfast. And Kevin wants you to know that they are a major part of what makes Wisconsin's dairy industry vibrant. Uh, we're just short of 8,000 acres, uh, corn, soybeans, wheat, alfalfa. Um, we've, raised, we've been dabbling in hemp this year. Yeah. Um, we do have pretty close. We don't have any animals on the farm, any dairy cows on the farm, but we do tie pretty closely to the neighboring dairies, providing hay and straw and feed and corn silage sometimes, depending on you know, as the need arises. So obviously that many acres and with the weather that we've experienced, uh, it's been touch and go. How's things been going here? It's been a stressful stressful spring all the way around. Mm-hmm. It's been a challenge. Uh, one of the worst I've, I've I can remember. We're we're doing well. We got early or got going very early, and and we're aggressive early, and it helped us out a lot. Yeah. So now let's talk a little bit about the the strategy then on years like this. Like you said, you get as many acres in as you can. What do you hope that people learn if they come out? I mean, I I always I appreciate the meal, obviously, but I always hope that it leads to a little extra dialogue. If you were going to ask people to engage in conversation, what do you hope that they learn? Well, I think uh, ourselves and, and, and every farmer in the neighborhood is very proud of what they do. I just appreciate the opportunity to engage with uh, with our neighbors and, and general public that are customers, frankly. Um, I think we've done a poor job of that as farmers historically, and I, and I I think we should take advantage of any opportunity we have to to show show off our our technology and show off our practices that we're proud of and uh, really get a establish a, a route to engage. Now, like we said, this is not a dairy farm. This is a grain operation, but it's a fantastic grain operation as far as technology and some of the equipment that people don't maybe drive past, but they don't know what it is. Are we going to try to help them understand what it is, Kevin? Absolutely. We're going to have some of it on display, actually, mm-hmm. uh, so they can touch and feel and climb around and, yeah. and uh, engage in that manner. Yeah, well, because otherwise, only time they see it is when it's rolling down the road, and that's not necessarily when they want to see it. So people will be there to actually explain to them what they're looking at. You bet. You bet. We're going to have some of our staff around and, and others to uh, talk, talk it through. There you go. That's another issue that people don't stop and think about. Uh, staff. So how many people does Klondike Farm have on the payroll? And uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the challenges of finding those folks. Well, it's been extremely difficult recently. Um, we have 13 full-time employees. Uh, we, we have the farm and a couple trucking LLCs. Um, uh, we uh, that balloons in spring and the fall right. as we as we are planting crops and harvesting crops and and really becomes a a, a crew of almost twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it has been a challenge, you know, that, that just the the finding somebody that has the experience mm-hmm. and has the feel for the agronomy and has the feel for the even the the soil texture and the right planting conditions and and a little experience, uh, you know, with the performance of a combine or things yeah. like that has been the most challenging. Yeah. Well, and uh, just the uh, ability and interest to work the erratic hours. I'll bet that when uh, the sun goes down, that does not necessarily mean that Kevin and Klondike Farm stops. Sometimes we get more done after the sun mm-hmm. goes down. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we have an excellent crew, and we work when we need to work. When the weather. 
dictates the hours and, and uh, the job dictates the, the, the task at hand. Kevin and Erica Klein and their family hosting you at Klondike Farms this Saturday for the Dane County Breakfast on the Farm. Now again, because of the weather, they're asking you to please park at the Madison International Speedway in Oregon. Take the free shuttle buses out to the farm starting at 6.30 a.m. on Saturday and save the fields because goodness knows with this erratic weather forecast, they're going to be wet and muddy. For all of the dairy activities happening around the state of Wisconsin, go to HoorayWisconsinDairy.com. That's H-O-O-R-A-Y WisconsinDairy.com. We'll take a break. Markets losing ground in overnight trade on this Wednesday morning. I've got details. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local Wisconsin-based insurance company that also protects thousands of other Wisconsin businesses? There's a local rural mutual insurance agent office near you, and premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Rural mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You know, I, I got to say, I love working with businesses that make an impact on their community. And that's why I've been working with McFarland's for so long. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here from my buddies at McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street, right in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12. And I always say the heart of Sauk City because of what they do. It's not just about the deals that you get, the service that you get. It's about what they do within their community. And I've got some excellent examples if you want to take a look at their Facebook page. Look for McFarland's Retail Center. You know, they make a difference in people's lives, not only by the events that they support, but also by the products they sell. They've got a fantastic rental department. And if you look on their Facebook page, they have people posting thank yous for the turnout that they have in their backyard for a graduation, a wedding, an anniversary party. And it's all thanks to the quality of staff and the rental equipment available in the heart of Sauk City, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12. 542 on the clock. It's going to be a warm one today, looking for highs into the 80s. You know, we've been frustrated by all the cool, wet weather that we had this spring. But guess what? That water's got to go someplace. And now it's causing problems for farmers farther south. Yesterday, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers announced they are going to open the Morganza Spillway north of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're doing this for only the third time since it was built in 1954, and that's going to cause major problems for some Louisiana farmers. Chris Gilbo is with the Louisiana Governor's Office on Homeland Security. He said when they open that spillway, they are going to drown out about 25,000 acres of crops and pasture land. It's going to be a long, drawn-out affair. The Corps has told us to expect these levels through July. So we're going to go into August with this. We may go into heavy hurricane season with this. That bothers us quite a bit. The water itself, if it stays between the levees like it's designed to be, it's just a matter of time before it gets out. If I get some kind of tropical event in the Gulf of Mexico with a heavy southern wind or a tremendous amount of rain, we, we could be talking about a different story come September. Chris Gilbo with the Louisiana Governor's Office of Homeland Security. 25,000 acres of private property, farms, cropland, pastures that will be lost when they open that spillway. Markets in overnight electronic trade are losing ground. They're in the red ink right now. Corn, beans, wheat. 
December corn right now is down six and three quarter cents at four thirty seven and a quarter. November beans are down five and a quarter at nine oh four. July wheat that's down almost twelve cents right now at four ninety five and a half. Barrel cheese in Chicago on Tuesday went down three cents at one forty eight and a half. Forty pound block cheese, double A butter, both unchanged. We've got fluid milk right now for July down two sixteen twenty nine a hundred weight. August milk's down a nickel sixteen seventy three a hundred weight. Coming up next, well, they're launching Madison Burger Week beginning tomorrow. More than 30 restaurants around the Dane County area featuring beef burgers on their menu. Yesterday, we got a chance to preview a few of the burgers that are being offered, and we're bringing that story to you next with our friends from the Wisconsin Beef Council and Check Off Chat for a Wednesday. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications, and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological, and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Are you looking for a facial that gives results? We're proud to introduce Hydrafacial MD, a new medical facial that cleanses, exfoliates, and hydrates your skin in less than an hour. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Hydrafacial MD uses Vortex technology, which infuses cleansing serums along with glycolic and salicylic acid to deeply clean and exfoliate pores and dead skin cells. Next, infusion of light therapy in super serums with ingredients such as hyaluronic acid and antioxidants lead to hydration and healing. This medical facial is not painful and gives no downtime. Hydrofacial MD at Rejuvenation Clinic will leave your skin brighter, smoother, and healthier for several weeks while still providing a relaxing experience in a comfortable environment. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Crowing at the crack of dawn. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, we're on the road today with our latest installation of Checkoff Chat. If you've been paying attention to some of our social media feeds over the past uh, 24 hours or so, you know that we're getting ready for Madison Burger Week. Again, it's something that happens annually to encourage consumers to not only try different restaurants, but more importantly, get their arms around some great burgers. And we're going to highlight one of the burgers or one of the cooperating restaurants with the Wisconsin Beef Council. Remember, Checkoff Chats brought to you courtesy of your beef checkoff dollars. We want you to know. 
where those dollars are being spent, the partnerships that we're forging on your behalf, and of course, our friends at the Equity Livestock Sales Association. We appreciate their help. So we're at Deluxe. It is one of the restaurants that's featured during Madison Burger Week. It is just off the Capitol Square, a hot spot for those that might be going to the farmer's market or maybe want to catch lunch at uh, the state capitol or are just in downtown Madison enjoying the sights. And along with us is their executive stress chef at Adam Strawson. Talk to me a little bit about Deluxe. How long has it been here, Adam? This is a burger place, but it's an awfully nice, elegant-looking burger place. Sure. Deluxe has been here for probably around six and a half years now, um, and I've been with the restaurant for a little over five. Um, it's, like I say, it's a higher-class uh, burger restaurant. I mean, you can get basically anything you want. We'll do whatever you want, from temperature to toppings you'd like. and. Okay. We'll do it your way. Yeah, <laughs> to, to coin a phrase. And one, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to Adam is because this is a restaurant that focuses attention on the burger. Now, tell me a little bit about consumer trends that you've noticed. If you pay attention to what Deluxe has entered for their uh, burger for Madison Burger Week, it's got a little zing to it. Tell me a little bit about the burger. Sure. Uh, we're doing a green chili queso burger, which, uh, again, I guess is one of the, the trendy toppings, you know, a queso and, um, you know, a little Tex-Mex flair to it. Um, it's basically got green chilies, hatch chilies, jalapenos, poblanos, uh, bacon, pepper jack cheese. Mm -hmm. Also, we got a, a big old egg on a pretzel bun. So, mm -hmm. And then we have a, a homemade uh, ancho queso sauce. So anything, it's just all the, whole, the world of the Southwest in your mouth. So. Mm -hmm. Now, just because I'm curious, what other burgers seem to be popular and really hitting some high notes with consumers these days? Well, uh, I mean, our, our regular standard burger is, is always popular here. Uh, it's just basically lettuce, tomato, onion, mm -hmm. pickle, uh, house-made aioli. Um, we have a, our deluxe burger, which is basically a, a, um, a brandy, a marmalade, mm -hmm. uh, onion, and uh, blue cheese. and Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, all, uh, all of our burgers on our menu are, are delicious yeah, and, and right. great to go for. So It's pretty cool how consumers are renewing their love affair with the burger. How do you make sure that that plate is always consistent, Adam? Let's talk about the beef that you select. How are your priorities? How do you work with your vendors? Is it a direct farm relationship? Give me a little sense on that. We don't have a direct farm relationship. Uh, our, our purveyor uh, comes through through Reinhardt, and it, we use Angus beef, so it's it's just great, and it always comes marbling. It's always fresh. It's always delicious. It's it seems to be the perfect burger. Uh, burger meat. So, mm -hmm. does uh, what about the texture? Some, you know, you say hamburger patty, but it can have a lot of different textures. It can be, uh, you know, stamped right down. Sure. Uh, I mean, we press our burgers here, so I mean, and we usually try to do a, a medium well. That's our disclaimer. Yeah. But I mean, we'll do it any any temperature, you know, from rare to to, to yeah. well well done. Right. But uh, I mean, here we just we focus on the meat. That that's our our number one priority here, making sure that every Everybody gets a great meal. But. All about quality. That's what we love to hear because they're doing it every day. Thank you, Adam. Adam Scrosen, he's the executive chef here at Deluxe. Now, like we said, Madison Burger Week starts officially on June 6th. If you're going to be around the Madison area, you've got a wide selection of different locations that you can sample and uh, different burgers. Each one of the participating restaurants is contributing a fee 
that will automatically be donated to the River Food Pantry, which is uh, obviously a nonprofit that helps a lot of folks in the community. Angie Horkins along with us from the Wisconsin Beef Council. This is so cool. I love doing this every year. How many years has the Wisconsin Beef Council been engaged with Madison Burger Week? We love doing this, too. Who doesn't love traveling all day and eating delicious <laughs> beef burgers? Well, um, we've been on board every year with the Isthmus. So this is the third annual Madison Burger Week. It keeps growing every year. 38 wonderful Madison Dane County restaurants um, serving up delicious burgers. So um, we just love helping these restaurants, helping get, get helping them serve more beef and more burgers. We were talking about Adam's selection this year, a little bit of zing with that queso sauce. You've got some interesting trends that are directly related to what consumers are wanting with that burger. Exactly. Um, gourmet burgers are on the rise. They have been for two, three years. And the number one fastest growing ingredient for a burger is queso or queso dip. So Adam is so on trend. He just hit it out of the park. So it's just great to see. Um, you know, over 40% of restaurants serve burgers. So they're not going anywhere. We love our burgers, um, and especially here in Wisconsin, we love a great burger. We love our, uh, have a nice Budweiser with it. Budweiser's been on board for the Madison Burger Week since the inception, so they donate to the River Food Pantry also. Um, so we should be giving over $3,800 to the River Food Pantry just with this one-week promotion. So June 6th through June 13th is Burger Week, and um, I think one of the coolest parts about this promotion is you as the consumer get to vote for your favorite burger. So get out there. If you want to come try the green chili um, queso burger at Deluxe, come try it. If you love it, go online and vote so you guys get to decide who's the winner. So madburgerweek.com is uh, the Isthmus site for the event. Of course, we're beeftips.com, so you can go there for all of our beef recipes. We got it right on the homepage, too, so we can get you to Mad Burger Week. So get out there, have a burger, have a beef burger, and vote for your favorite. And we'll uh, be introducing you to several of the chefs uh, on Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, too, so Mm -hmm. take a look at those videos. Uh, What else do we know about burgers as far as uh, beef consumption? You know, there's a... That's a big number. You think about the amount of beef or the number of uh, pounds that are sold in a restaurant like Deluxe. I said to Adam, do you got a wild idea? And his eyes just kind of rolled back yeah, in his head because that's a big number. I know. I don't have specific sales numbers, but if you think about over 43% of restaurants serve burgers and ground beef, of course, ground beef is a number one staple in restaurants. Um, so I don't know the poundage, but it's up there. Yeah. It's definitely up there. And ground beef is so versatile. And you think about all of the different ways you can use ground beef in food service and have burgers as the number one menu item, you know it's astronomical. Absolutely. And don't forget, if you're looking for recipes for your backyard, you don't have time to run into Madison, beeftips.com has a fantastic selection. I'm sure we'll be sharing some of the flavor insights that we're learning here as we kind of tour around. Madison Burger Week officially beginning on uh, the 6th, running through the 13th. Madburgerweek.com is where you can find the complete list of cooperating restaurants, how to get there and then of course we want you to vote as well and thanks again to all the cooperating restaurants for their donation to River Food Pantry as well as Budweiser have some fun enjoy a burger like none other I'll recommend Deluxe and all of the partners that we had a chance to work with again all of it your checkoff dollars at work partnering with great chefs like Adam great partnerships like Deluxe to keep those burgers high profile and delicious we'll let you know the final results that is your checkoff chat brought to you courtesy of your 
deep checkoff dollars. Remember, dairy farmers.